At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host out here live from Las Vegas. Your other host, James Salinas, live from the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. Uh, James, uh, some news from the National Football League uh, involves a receiver, involves a team that went 11-5 and last year, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, looking to improve a little bit more uh, as they make the deal for Julio Jones in a trade. Um, MVP odds, you know, they're 11 and 5 team. James, they had a quarterback that people are excited about. Ryan Tannehill, he's 20 to 1. That's the 10th best odds. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, that guy had a superb year. He's 25 to 1 uh, with the 12th best odds. You know, the news about Julio, do, should those improve at all? I mean, is he going to help out those situations? He's going to help out the the offense from a scoring standpoint, and I think it really benefits Derrick Henry in the running game. We saw that play out in the playoffs last year with and, and as the playoffs grinded out. Now, number one, that team the last couple years have just grinded and grinded running Derrick Henry the football as many carries as he's had, and and they've in a sense then it became the play action pass and and being able to boot off of that. And Tannehill's got some mobility to be able to make those kind of those stretch runs and throws. 
throws. And, and obviously with, with a talent like Julio Jones coming over, yeah, that's going to increase. I think it helps Derrick Henry in the running game, the threat of the threat of, of the routes. And we know he can run every route in the route tree and the, the take the top off of the defense. Terrific hands. Just a great talent and a great receiver overall. But, yeah, I think offensively they're going to need that because I think continuing on the defensive side, that's going to be the struggle as as it has been for the last few years. No pass rush for the Titans, so I don't think Julio Jones can rush the passer. I don't think they can play him both ways, and he can play corner and cover, and he's not going to help with the run defense playing in the middle of the field either, and that's that's where I think the, the deficiency continues to be for the Tennessee Titans. So does it move the needle for them offensively? Absolutely, and I think it benefits Derrick Henry for sure, but as far as the team, whether it's team the, the win totals or mm-hmm. winning the division or being a contender to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC, no. Yeah, you know what? Uh, now I know why you won the Super Contest back in 2015, and you're a, a, a perennial. Um, you do well with it, uh, certainly, with the contest as well as your betting. Uh, the thing is, is you think like a coach, like a player, uh, what you just said right there, uh, certainly. And it's, uh, it's intriguing to me because not a lot of people think about football that way unless you've uh, been involved with the game uh, that way. They drafted Caleb Farley to help out on defense. Uh, he's going to be a rookie. Uh, James out there for Tennessee, but in order for Tannehill at 22 to one to win MVP, certainly 11 and five, uh, getting back to the playoffs. Okay, if they can do that, but they got to make that run. They got to make that push too. So, uh, and they got to look impressive. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, he could have uh, impressive numbers with the addition of Julio Jones. And I think so. I think with especially off the play action now, with mm-hmm. that's going to open. You're going to have to. You're not going to just be able to creep those safeties up. We saw that last year in that playoff game <laughs> against Baltimore. I remember we ha- hammered. Uh, at least I got heavily involved in that that prop with with Derrick Henry going. His rush yards were like a buck thirty two, whatever that was. He got like thirty. And they, I mean, they totally stacked the box and made them throw it. And uh, and Tannehill was not going to make those passes down the field. They didn't have the threat to make the passes down the field and and make the big play. So I think that's going to keep the safeties honest from that standpoint. You're going to have to scheme. You're going to have to game plan defensively each and every week are Tennessee's opponents for a player like Julio Jones. And then on the other side, too, with with Brown, I mean, that's a great tandem right there. It's just I started the I started on the def, you know, I started the mm-hmm. offensive line, defensive lines. I just don't know where the pass rush is going to come from. Right. Bud Dupree, that's going to be for 2022. I don't know what they're going to get out of Bud Dupree this year coming in. Had ACL surgery and cartilage issues back in, I think it was at the end of the season in December was when he had his his knee or uh, his knee reconstructed. So I can't imagine him being able to come in and impact this defense, that defensive line, or from the linebacker standpoint, being able to apply any kind of consistent pressure. And again, that's just going to put more and more pressure on the secondary to have to cover. And then you can run the football at that team too. So defensively is where I start, and I just don't see any improvement with the moves that they made for Tennessee. They're going to need Julio Jones uh, definitely on the <laughs> offensive side because you're going to see some shootouts sure. in some of these games with the Titans as far as the scoreboards. Yeah, which could help Ryan Tannehill, if you think about it, from an MVP standpoint, if they get into those shootouts and and Julio is that type of uh, receiver, a productive receiver, along with Derrick Henry, uh, gets very, very interesting. But next level stuff, though, James Lean is <laughs> next level analysis right there, and I love it. 
Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America. We are presented by uh, BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you uh, today. And the news from the National Football League is Julio Jones trade. Uh, Certainly Atlanta gets a second and a fourth, I believe, back in return for Julio Jones. Uh, The Tennessee Titans, they get Julio Jones and that salary. Uh, and James, we were having a next level discussion and I love it uh, because we're talking football. We're talking ball here. Um, so to make the playoffs before uh, the Tennessee Titans were minus 140 is currently off the board. Obviously, some impact here uh, with Julio Jones in his move by the Titans. For sure. And, and offensively, I mean, he, he's a great talent. So mm-hmm. what is that going to look like for whether it's season win totals, winning the division in this case? I mean, to me, it's the weakest division. It's the weakest division in all of football. It's it's clearly it's the Colts and the Titans battling for first place and bringing up the rear is Houston. And how bad is that football team going to be this season? And and then Jaguars. Yeah, you got your quarterback of, of the face of the franchise for the next decade, but a lot of holes to fill. There's a reason why you've been so bad and you you were getting the number one pick one in 15 season last year. And, and Trevor Lawrence isn't all of a sudden just going to turn that team around. So they'll be better. Uh, they'll be more competitive, but outside of that, I mean, it's, it's got to dig into the schedules too. And think about for Tennessee, you do have a coaching change, the offensive coordinator position. So some, some time to get acclimated to that as well. And, you know, it's going to be a challenging schedule. Now they do play a lot of the, the looking at their schedule here, majority of the, of the tougher games, non division, games that they'll play they are going to play at home mm-hmm. but that's not a home field advantage in my mind there's certain stadiums we know you go into new orleans you go into arrowhead and as well as a number of other stadiums that it's a really it is very beneficial for the home team tennessee has never been one of those stadiums rarely do they even sell out the stadium here and maybe that'll help sell a few tickets as far as julio jones is concerned but it's not a great it's it's a it's not a great schedule for them even though they are going to be playing teams like buffalo like kansas city at home uh but still thinking about some of the the collective season here defensively i think that's where the grind is for them and it's just not a team that i trust i was looking for them to regress i liked indy to win the division uh to begin with with Julio Jones move coming to, to Tennessee helps them offensively but does that tell me yeah I'd like now the Tennessee Titans to win that division in the AFC South it doesn't I still like the Colts well before the Julio Jones trade James uh, their win total was nine uh, it's currently off the board here again um, uh, I want to throw something at you though uh, in terms of Rabel uh, the Tennessee Titans the impact of Julio Jones uh, just a next level discussion here that we have have had so far uh, Rabel and his three years they, they went defensively from giving up eight 18.9 points a game, uh, which was third, uh, all the way up to 27.4 points a game last year. Uh, now, conversely, uh, offensively, they've improved every year from around 19 points a game all the way up to 30 points a game, and that was prior to Julio Jones. So the impact of Julio, to me, is, is for one reason. Uh, well, actually, two reasons. Uh, matchups later on in the year and in the playoffs, because I think he's a matchup nightmare, if healthy, uh, then also to free up Derrick Henry, uh, because he's seeing those seven, eight, nine men boxes, uh, it's impossible to rush the football. He was averaging uh, 5.36 yards per carry during a regular season uh, that led him to an all-pro year, and then against Baltimore in the playoffs, he averaged 2.2 yards. So I think Julio can have that impact if he's healthy in the playoffs for the Titans. 
I, I completely agree with you, Pritch, on the offensive side. And I, right. I think, yeah, it is going to diversify that offense and give Tannehill, obviously give Tannehill a, a great weapon to utilize in the passing game and, and helpfully free up and, and keep those safeties honest and maybe have to drop those linebackers back a little bit more in coverage. But with, with thinking about matching up on both sides of the football now, you got Brown on the other side. I don't know. Can, can you, I don't know if you can't play, you're going to have to play a lot more zone behind us. Right. But then again, frees up the box the, for Henry. <laughs> and sure it does. Absolutely sure it does. And we know he he he's a downhill runner mm-hmm. and he he loves I love Derek Henry. I love the way he runs right. and physicality that he runs with. He's not looking to run out of bounds unless you're going there too and he's gonna run through you to get out of bounds. I love the he initiates contact. Love love his game. Uh but yeah, so this is definitely going to help Derrick Henry and it is going to help the Tennessee Titans offense. But it's just that defense, they're gonna need him because they're gonna have to be in these shootouts. You talked about the numbers for the three years there with Rabel and continuing to get worse. You know, Ed, their numbers slide and slide and slide downwards when it comes to their defensive side of the football. And we've seen them. They're just, I don't see a lot of toughness out of that defense either. Yeah. When you can get up there at the point of attack and just get there, ultimately they just get pushed around and and where's the fight back? Where is, the, you know, I, I know that that uh, Evans is, Evans, I think, will, Evans should be back. And I know that, um, uh, Brown really, Brown's really the dog for that team, and he had to deal with some injuries too, and he was out the latter part of the season. And Jayon Brown really brings a good edge to that linebacking core, and that helps in the run game. So that hurt missing him in the last part of the season as well. But, but ultimately, I don't like the bat. I don't like the say. I don't like the secondary whatsoever. Right. And the fact that you didn't do anything for the pass rush just makes it even more, tougher for that secondary to have to cover because you're not getting a consistent pass rush, and then you're going to have to be creative of how you try to draw and design up some pressure, leaving your guys vulnerable on the outside. Now you drafted a rookie. Yeah. That's great. He's a, you know, there's some, he's, he's comes highly touted, but still a rookie too, Bridge. Yeah, absolutely. I guess, I guess they figure if they can put up 35, 40 points a game, uh, it won't matter about their defensive problems. But uh, Todd Downing, he's a new coordinator. He's an 11 personnel guy. Uh, they don't have a fullback on their roster, James. Uh, so it's kind of an indicator on which direction the Tennessee Titans are going to go with Julio uh, offensively. Uh, and But certainly, like you said, though, they got to show up that defensive side of the ball if they're going to make an impact in the playoffs and make a run to that Super Bowl. Let's get back to some NBA futures here, uh, James, as we have the NBA playoffs, intriguing games. Uh, Odds to win the East have dropped. uh, The Nets minus 135 right now, uh, even though they are now the dog in their game. uh, Overreaction, JVT was talking about that before. Uh, The Bucks plus 280 uh, to come out of the East as well. The 76ers with Embiid um, hobbled. We'll see what the pain tolerance he's going to have going forward. Uh, Plus 500. And then the Hawks. Uh, I've thrown this out there before. Are they the Miami this year's Miami Heat version of the Miami Heat in the bubble? Uh, Plus 850 right now. For the Hawks, uh, they, they don't play defense nearly as well as what the Miami Heat did last year in the playoff bubble. And and, and I think for the Hawks, they have a great story, and they're playing. Obviously, they're they're rolling and playing with a ton of confidence. And Trey Young continues to elevate his status in this league as a playmaker, as a shooter, and now as, as he's a young player. Obviously, and it's a very young team for the most part, and as a leader of that team too. And and I lo- I really like the way they play offensively. Sharon 
sharing the basketball. I think defensively will be the challenge if you have to play a team like the Nets. I think the, the hard part in the East, Pritch, is just the, the nature of the – with both the Nets and obviously the 76ers. You mentioned Embiid and his knee status. It, it's only going to get worse for him. It's not going to get better. He's right. not going to have time. He's going to have to get that fixed. There's going to be surgery in the offseason for him. It's not just going to heal with time. And so he's just going to have to gut and grind it out. But, you know, it's a, you're, you're talking about a knee. This is a joint. This is different, when, especially the size that Embiid is. Mm-hmm. And I just don't trust Embiid, not because I don't trust his talent on the court. I don't trust that knee as frail as our knees are. I don't trust that to be able to be – it's not going to hold up for him. Not saying that he's going to miss the playoffs and miss game, but he could miss a game here. He could miss a game there. It's going to be day-to-day. He's going to have his good days and he'll have his bad days as far as how the, the, the knee responds after he's on it. And it's just so hard for me to get involved with any of these prices, Pritch, because not only with the Sixers, but now with the Nets and James Harden. Here was another injury we talked about right. for, the, for the big three. We talked about KD susceptible. Would, would he go down? Would James Harden go down? Even Kyrie, for that matter. And there it was. And it was just unfortunate. I saw the pregame in game one for the Nets. Harden was bouncing around, banging into the, the basket support. He looked fired up. He was ready to get after it. And first drive to the bucket, there goes his hamstring, and now he's on the shelf. I, I just can't get involved with the status of such key all-star and superstar players that are so important to their team uh, to, to know what their health and try to prognosticate and project can they make it healthy through the remainder of this round as well as the next round to get through the East. Right. You, you know, with the Embiid situation, uh, that's, a, that's a meniscus tear, right? And, and I mean, that's wear and tear, and certainly um, he had some impact there on the floor. When you, when you think about Harden, because uh, Anthony Davis is getting called out because he's not a guy who's in shape. I, I called him the oldest young guy in the, in the NBA, certainly. Um, but same thing with Harden. Like, here's a guy who's routinely not in shape, and yet he's dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, so I don't know when he's going to be back, and, and I don't know if that's going to hamper. Well, it will. I mean, I thought he was the X factor, and obviously the line has indicated whether it's an overreaction or not, uh, his impact in, in the series, and then also moving forward for the Nets. I de- and I agree. And you talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> being in shape, the commitment. <laughs> I think he tried to eat his way out of Houston. When oh, you, he I did remember that. back when that, uh, <laughs> right? Those and uh, that was part of and part of that was intentional, right? Now these guys can get themselves. They're they're top shelf athletes, so mm-hmm. they can get themselves back into playing shape playing shape rather rel- relatively quickly if they're driven to do that and i think for harden you know when you have two other superstar caliber players in irving and, and durant on your team and he really embraced the role as far as facilitator and and getting the offense getting guys into position and not feeling like he's i got to get my touches i need my touches and get his shots off he wanted to be that guy that not he wasn't deferring he was facilitating and, and getting guys engaged and involved and really relished that role so yeah i think for from that standpoint, that's a big loss. We just don't know when he's going to get back, Pritch. And, and, right. and then even when he does come back, can that flare up again? We were just talking with JVT in the last hour about Mike Conley. He had hamstring issues, came back, looked pretty good the, the last week, and then into the playoffs for the first few games. Now he's back on the shelf. What's his status going to be? That's the thing with hamstrings. You tell me, Pritch, when you get a <laughs> hamstring, when are you finally 100% or are you ever really 100% once you pull one of those, especially something like a hamstring you have to let it heal completely james if you can a lot of time uh, a lot of um, blood flow uh, certainly you got to help that thing heal if you can i was always told as an athlete that i'm out of shape if i pull my hamstring 
Maybe that was uh, a scare tactic. I don't know uh, to make sure that I was in shape, uh, but I never pulled a hamstring. Uh, so I think players or athletes, they take pride uh, in those soft tissue situations and not pulling hamstrings uh, to be available for their team. Uh, and right now, hard is not going to be available. So I, we'll see what the impact's going to be. How about odds to win out of the West, James? Uh, the Jazz, we talked about him, uh, them with Conley, that situation at plus 140. Uh, we could grab that. Clippers at plus 210. Uh, JVT was talking highly about the Clippers. Suns plus 300, and then the Nuggets at plus 800 right now. Yeah, for the Nuggets, it's just if Jamal Murray was on this team mm-hmm. and the way this team, the grit and, and the chemistry, that's what I really love to see. That game six, that closeout game in Portland, I uh, really saw the the body language and the chemistry where guys are genuinely, you can see when it's when it's the, the real rah-rah, and that's exactly what we saw out of the Nuggets. I think Coach Michael Malone has done a sensational job keeping this team together, uh, not only from their run and being able to utilize this, the, the momentum that we saw – Murray was hurt for a majority of the season, but when he went down with the ACL, this wasn't a uh, this wasn't a well we'll we'll get him next year kind of thing and feeling sorry for ourselves. He tough love out of Michael Malone for a number of his players, and they these guys have really responded. So a lot of respect for what coach has done here with this Nuggets team. But I think it shows up in this series the loss of Jamal Murray, especially fourth quarter when these games get tight. Because Michael Porter Jr. he's not one that I'm going to say he can hit the clutch shot when somebody he needs help. Getting shots. He's not. Okay. He doesn't. He's not a good enough ball handler. But you can't put it on the floor and create his own shot. Not consistently. He's not a good ball handler. So he needs help. He needs guys to drive and dish and kick for him to be able to get his shot. And he he loves the three too much. But looking at these other teams here with the Suns, Chris Paul, his injury, his shoulder injury there. That's a concern for me going forward. I, I think for the Jazz, we've already talked about the the issue with Conley. I think Conley and Do- Donovan Mitchell, when a hundred percent healthy, are such a tough match up as a guard tandem in this league because they can both make so many plays for themselves as well as their teammates and then the Clippers I just don't know how they're going to be able to grind they just had a grind of a seven game series they have absolute they got absolutely no production consistently from that bench 41 minutes a game for both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard now you go on to the next round how long is this series this is going to be a grind of a series too and this is just round two for them to be able to do that again and then again in the conference finals to get to the finals I don't like their chances I don't know where to go here. I don't like any of these numbers. These numbers are too short, Pritch. Okay. And I, I, I can make a case why I don't like any of these teams. <laughs> I'm trying to make a case why I would, and the numbers don't jump out to me enough to say I like it. The, the, the numbers, the price point is good enough for me, especially with all the injury concerns with these teams that we see. That's okay, James. We work it out here on betting across America for sure. Uh, the emergence of uh, Devin Booker, I think that's significant too for the Suns. I mean, I, I think this young man uh, is um, at a new level now uh and that's going to be tough for the nuggets to contend with it, it is i don't i don't know how they're going to match are you going to rotate is it rivers is composite going to be the, <laughs> i mean yeah, I mean, he's like six foot five and right. i think that's going to be the struggle for the nuggets not only they're both backups rivers wasn't even on the team a mm-hmm. month ago composite was in our what well, was in south america this is his first year and he was just supposed to come in and give spot minutes uh play 10 12 minutes a game off the bench now they're coming in not only from the experience standpoint the talent standpoint the size is an issue too booker about six six four six five 
drive and can get in the lift that he's got on his jump shot, mid-range game, ability to get to the rim, ability to play above the rim when he gets to the hole, that's going to be an issue too. I think this is where maybe if, if you're looking for one, it's the Suns because I think that Jazz and the Clippers will be a grind of a series. And if the Clippers are able to come out of that, how much did they leave on the court? How much did they leave on the court in yesterday's Game 7 and throughout that seven-game series against the Mavs? And then how much more energy are those two all-stars and superstar with Kawhi Leonard going to have to expend to try to get by a Utah team that's going to be very competitive? That's a lot to ask. If anything, maybe you're right, Pritch. It's, it's, it's the leadership of Chris Paul, even though he's got a banged-up shoulder, and the emergence of now what is an all-star and maybe into superstar status if he can get him there to the conference to the finals right. is Booker. Maybe it's the Suns plus 300. Yeah, I wonder what the atmosphere is going to be, too, in Phoenix. Uh, I was at that Jordan uh, Phoenix finals uh, when the Bulls won. That was decades ago now. Um, and, and it was electric down there. But I, I wonder if the Suns can generate that again. We know the Jazz and their fans are going to be there, uh, which will add uh, to this uh, equation and home court advantage. I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, in round two of the NBA playoffs. Uh, coming up next, uh, the Red Hot Red Sox. Yes, we got to talk about the Red Hot Red Sox. It's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. Uh, James, in Major League Baseball, uh, I said into the break that the Red Sox are red hot uh, or the Yankees could stink. Uh, That's been uh, the chatter here in the studio. Either way, the Red Sox uh, against Miami, they're laying 210. Uh, 10 is the total for the Red Sox at home. Well, the pitching matchup changed. I was all I was set. You, this was one I, with Pablo Lopez was was scheduled to start. I okay. was just looking at this. I don't, Zach Thompson. I don't even have any. I have no, nothing on him. It must be a spot start. I'm not sure what happened with Pablo Lopez. Now Lopez. I was looking at this. We've talked about most sports for me. I love scheduling spots. We talk about it, the NFL a lot, and and even college football with scheduling spots, look ahead games, or or a grind of a, a schedule. Same thing with basketball too, and find really good scheduling spots to play against not that I was playing against the Red Sox in this spot but it was going to be think about the Red Sox there they just come off the road trip against the Astros did not play well they lost three out of four to the Astros on the road last week then roll into Yankee Stadium and late game last night Sunday night baseball were down came back late innings go and and take that game down and you saw they clearly wanted that it's a we know it's a it's a great rivalry in in Major League Baseball and had not played well in Yankee Stadium recently Recently, we're able to go in and get that sweep. I think it had been about 10 years since they swept a series right. in New York. So feeling good about themselves. Now coming home, you're going to play a bad Marlins team that had just lost, what, seven in a row. And we're able to finally break that streak yesterday against against Pittsburgh. But who do, who do the Red Sox have on deck tomorrow? They start a series with those Astros. And there's some bad blood because of the, the, the whole scandal, the cheating scandal a few years back in the playoffs. And all of that there, I was ready to fire on Lopez first five under here just figuring maybe we'll see uh, 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 the Red Sox lineup is a little banged up I don't think JD Martinez is going to play again he's missed the last couple games with a wrist injury uh, but now with the Lopez scratch here he's he's scratched out it's still sitting at five is the first five I'm not playing this okay. with Zach Thompson on the mound just uh, it's unfortunate I was ready to fire off on this but not going to happen so always two that's the other piece mm-hmm. if that's the one thing with baseball Pritch if you're getting involved and you're betting, and most times we are when it comes based on the starting pitcher, either we're going with or against them, we got to make sure if your books, some books don't even list, it's all action. Got to make sure that you're getting, if you like those pitchers in particular, uh, that you get listed pitchers because just in a case like this, if I'd have made this bet earlier and I didn't do it as a listed pitcher, this this would still be a live bet. All right, great advice right there from James Salinas. That total 10, it's even, the under is even. Uh, out here, uh, you know, if there's some injuries, and certainly that lineup isn't going to be as potent for the Red Sox, uh, maybe a chance to go under in this game. But then again, uh, that's just one player there for the Red Sox. 
Well, it was going to be the bet with Pablo Lopez, kind of a, yeah. getting back. And not that it's a long trip from New York to Boston, but it was, you know, I'm sure they uh, enjoyed themselves on, yes, that, they did. on that trip. <laughs> you know they did. They had a good time going in, not only sweeping, but coming back right. on Sunday night baseball like that. Yeah. Now, and then you've got Houston on deck with a series tomorrow mm-hmm. and you're going to play. And Pablo Lopez had been really good. He'd given up two or Two earned runs or less than 10 of his 12 starts. I just thought it was a good spot here to play that under first five. Now the first five sitting at five and a half. But with this kid, Zach Thompson, on the mound, I don't know anything about him. This was this must have just happened recently, so I'm staying out of the way. Okay, how about the uh, Cubs uh, and the Padres, uh, James? We got a total of eight. Uh, San Diego minus 113 here against the Cubs at home. Yeah. Uh, the Padres are not hitting the baseball right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be, you know, the Padres just a, a rematch from a from last week. Padres went into Wrigley, got worked. They got swept. Three game series got swept. We're outscored in those three games in Chicago, where the Padres score of seventeen to six. So they're not hitting the baseball. It didn't get any better for the Padres coming home. They had a four game set against the Mets, split a pair of game or split that four game series with the Mets, uh, but only scored eight runs in the process in those four games. So just the team right now not hitting the baseball currently. And uh, I was looking at this pitching matchup here. The Cubs actually had the best record in the National League for the month of May. And I'm not sure. I didn't have great expectations for this Cubs team coming into the season. Right. I thought I, I like Milwaukee in that central or in that division in the NL. But right now, Cubs playing playing pretty competitive. You know, the, that's the one thing. You do still have some champions on that team. And, and sometimes they'll take that championship medal and play with the purpose and play with some pride. And we saw that play out in May. Short number here is actually starting to move in favor of the Padres. Now it's up to $1.20, but I don't like the pitching matchup here. Uh, young pitcher on the other side, not a play for me. I'm not going to get involved. Okay, the theme for me with the Cubs was contracts. Uh, a lot of key players, pr- practically their entire infield. Uh, James, when you look at it, uh, contract situation. So keep an eye on that uh, when you want to look to uh, back the Cubs here this season. Uh, he's back. Uh, coming up next, Ben Fox, our VP of digital content. He joins the program. Ben Fox is coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VSIN hockey expert Annie McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VSIN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VSIN.com and our daily members only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10 day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. Happy to have in studio with us back, uh, better than ever, Ben Fox, our VP of digital content. Ben, how are you? 
Doing much better, Pritch. I will, I will say, if you want to reevaluate your life, just get like a stomach bug slash food poisoning. Oh. You'll, you'll really see what's important, uh, your priorities, and, mm-hmm. and health is going to be number one, two, and three. So. Absolutely. <laughs> well, glad you're okay and glad you're strong enough to be in studio here with us. Um, yeah, those are not, never fun, uh, that's for sure. Uh, Got to get to this John Rom situation. Um, got the news that he tested positive for COVID. Uh, apparently, he has not vaccinated himself, uh, despite having a child recently with his wife. And um, the news, obviously, it was disturbing to see. But from a betting standpoint, uh, what was the fallout? So this, this is really interesting on kind of a couple levels here that we can go into. From the strictly like betting and paying out perspective, you really saw kind of a Vegas books, which again are under Nevada Gaming, mm-hmm. versus kind of these larger sports betting uh, operations, right, in terms of a DraftKings and a FanDuel and a points bet that are across multiple states. And those really, what was interesting is they were paying out uh, John Rahm as a winner. Okay. So again, he was, uh, he was at minus 18. Just for, you know, reference, by the way, the winner was at minus 13. Right. So right. he was he had a six shot lead. He was about minus twelve hundred at that point in the in play odds. So, mm-hmm. again, not a sure thing that he would win uh, on Sunday, but pretty much guaranteed that he had a, a very good shot to win if he wasn't going to win the tournament. So obviously he gets DQ'd in Nevada books. That's going to count as basically action. Right. In the same way as if you had an injury or anything else, he didn't finish the tournament. Right. He did not win the tournament. Therefore, he's not going to be paid out as a winner. And a lot of these other books like FanDuel and DraftKings basically said, hey, you know, this is bad beat insurance. This is karma committee. That's what points bet has. And they paid him out as a winner, as well as paying out Patrick Cantlay as a winner as well. So a kind of different way to treat uh, betters, certainly, Mm -hmm. and more a marketing uh, play. In Nevada, you have the house rules for a reason. Those are the rules, and they're going to go by that. But I think an interesting kind of setup for what exactly this means in terms of betting and bad beats. We saw this over the weekend in multiple other situations, too. Roger Federer withdraws from the French Open. DraftKings refunds bets on him. You saw that with James Harden, Mm -hmm. right? He plays, I don't know, 40 seconds, right, of game one. They refund prop bets on James James Harden. But again, you're not touching prop bets on Kevin Durant, right? right? He goes over his total. That's directly related to the fact that James Harden is not in the game. So mm-hmm. a lot on there, but the John Rahm was certainly an interesting situation and in how certain books paid out, others didn't. And where was that when I bet Atlanta over the, the, in the Super Bowl <laughs> against the Patriots? And there's like four minutes left, and I got a 28 to three lead. I'm with you. Uh, let's go back and <laughs> yeah. I think I'd be, and the, and the under too. But uh, anyhow, so thinking about NBA playoffs, and it's I think we're we're now we're getting through net to the second round. But yesterday that was the only game seven we had. Clippers hosting the Mavs. The only game or the only series ever that the home team did not win a game until last night. But I think everybody wants to get involved. When you got a game seven, you can throw out, well, everybody's, anybody that's injured, they're going to get on the court. They're going to gut it out. Uh, nobody's stepping out and missing this game. And I think we get a lot of action on game sevens. And so far, that was the only game seven we've had. How was the handle and what was the action like for game seven between the Clips and the Mavs yesterday? Yeah, tremendous handle. Certainly, really a tremendous game. Uh, both you saw runs on both sides. The Clippers, I think, had that twenty-one to two run the third quarter to really run away with it. We had massive money line bets at BetMGM on both sides. You had a five hundred thousand dollar wager on the Mavs money line. Uh, I think that was plus two ten, I believe, and four hundred eighty-one thousand two hundred fifty dollars for good measure on the Clippers money line minus two seventy-five. That one came through. You also a couple games ago in Game Five had I. Believe 
believe, uh, the first million-dollar winner. This was also at BetMGM. Somebody had $400,000. I would likely probably the same better firing on uh, this series. $400,000 on the Mavs. That was to win Game 5 at plus 250, so that was to win a million dollars. Just a lot of large NBA bets that we're seeing, certainly. And, you know, it's been a while since I've uh, been with you guys. Somebody had $335,000 on the Lakers. Mm. That was uh, to win their series after they were uh, tied 1-1. Obviously, that doesn't come through. So a lot of big bets on the NBA, and we can discuss certainly a lot of big bets on the Hawks as well. You know, guys, uh, the John Rom situation, I, I guess it does still bring to light that, you know, he's testing positive and, okay, it's going to affect betting too. But uh, as we return back to the new normal, James, we were just talking about that at the beginning of the show. Uh, we're still in the pandemic though, right? And so from a betting standpoint, that constant reminder or this reminder, i curious about your thoughts on how that could still help things or not help things or the slippery slope that we still deal deal with uh, in this pandemic with betting. Uh, And then also uh, the impact as we go into the NFL. I mean, we got the Julio Jones uh, information Um, impact on the betting standpoint uh, in terms of looking forward uh, still as we do return to the new normal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's in the same way over the past year, right? It's just another piece of information. Mm -hmm. It's just a piece of information that nobody has, right? right? And so you're basically just playing, you know, this isn't like, uh, hey, I have a contact that's a trainer and he knows somebody pulled their hamstring and I have access to this information. Everyone's finding it out at the same time. You saw on the broadcast, right? Jim Nance didn't know what was going on, Mm -hmm. right? He didn't know exactly what was happening. It's kind of it's just a reminder that this is still out there. This is still going to affect things in certain ways. We certainly didn't even know for the golf tournament if then Patrick Cantley and Colin Morikawa were going to play on Sunday, potentially if they tested positive. So just something to remember is we're still in this and there are going to be ways that betting is affected really across sports. You just kind of have to, you know, temper potentially the unit size and all that because, you know, we're not back to quote-unquote normal. Right. And we're going to continue to see this pop up. And certainly over the weekend we saw that. Um, and like you said, the Julio Jones trade, you guys covered that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, Titans down about 25-1 to 1 from 40-1 to 1 to okay. win the Super Bowl. But uh, the NFL never stops. Yeah. It's exciting. It is. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, thank you. I mean, James, I mean, do you still consider the fact that we are in a pandemic uh, before placing each and every bet? I think uh, you have to, yeah. not with whether it's the pandemic and COVID situation, the guys being scratched and injuries too. I think that's the advantage that we have as sports bettors. They have to book a line. We don't have to bet every line, but we also have the opportunity to play in game if you have any if you have any suspicion about somebody being out, whether it's COVID, that's different, but also being injured. Play the in game; it's better, and I think yeah. NBA is built for that. I tell you what, I I I feel like I've forgotten about it. Uh, placing bets at times, I don't even think about it. Uh, ben, that was awesome. Thanks again for your time. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, when we come back, uh, picks and leans and player props in the NBA playoffs is coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a $1 wager on the Padres or Cubs into 100 with BetMGM if either team hits a home run. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up with the King of Sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. In Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia, 1-800-270-7117. For help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER. In New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Iowa, in Tennessee, call or text the red line, 800-889-9789. In Indiana, it's one 800 Nine with it promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's betting across America, and we are presented by Ben MGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, with you today. Uh, James, uh, getting back to the NBA playoffs, uh, interesting dynamic. Uh, I saw this on Twitter. Uh, you've probably noticed this because you are sharp, uh, and certainly I don't know if there's a betting angle or not here, but I wanted to discuss it just to see if there was because of the dynamic of the final eight. Uh, here's the tweet. Uh, the last time, the last time uh, NBA winning title for these uh, teams here in the NBA, the 76ers, the last time they won was 83, the Bucks 71, the Hawks 58, 
And then you have a number of teams that's never won a title. So a motivational factor, perhaps, James, in terms of uh, no LeBron James effect, uh, you know, no heavy, heavy stars out there. Certainly got Durant and others, but uh, just this dynamic. Is this a betting angle we can back? I don't think so. I think from from the player's standpoint, I don't know how much how much they really even dig into history of teams and franchises, especially with these players that they just bounce around a lot. It's it's okay. one thing back in the day, right? I think of that Sixers team. I remember that Sixers team as a kid and that team was loaded, right? Yeah, but that was a team that stayed together for a long time. Not only Dr. J being the leader there, Moses Malone, Bobby Jones, that, that backcourt with Cheeks and Tony, like that was a stud team. And yeah, those guys played together and stayed together. And that's kind of what I grew up with in the 70s and 80s and even somewhat in the 90s but I think now the 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 transient nature of of players in so many sports there's just not that sense of number one I'm not I don't want to say it, loyalty to a franchise or to a team but even that sense of history because they just uh, they bounce around so much that I, I don't know if the history plays out so much but I think here I mean that's interesting to see the fact that yeah we're we're talking never never's a long time so <laughs> yes, he's gonna have to get there five of you them. think about the yeah <laughs> Yeah, right. Then the Nets. Let's let's get Jason uh, Michael Ray Richardson back out there and see if he can get one again. And uh, but they've made some runs in the past. The, the Jazz and the Suns made runs in the '90s. But yeah, interesting to to look back and think about where that is. But I think for today's player, it's all about here. It is they, they're playing for now and where because. Who knows where players are going to be next year or the next or within the you know the next five years? Right, because players do tend to bounce around so much. You know, out there in Denver, they tend to revisit history a lot, though. That's why I kind of I saw this uh, tweet as attractive. Uh, the Suns, not so much. I mean, Chris Paul comes over. Certainly, look what they have done. Um, uh, Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard teaming them up. Look what they have done. Uh, and then certainly the Jazz, too, a number of moving parts there uh, to create that team. I wonder if the Jazz and the Nuggets are similar, though, uh, in terms of that pride of, of franchise. Uh, you mentioned that. I mean, more so than the dollars or more so than who you're playing with on the floor. Well, it's, it's different ownership, too. So it's right. different ownership here, at least with the Nuggets. And, and, you know, Miller used to own the the Jazz back in the day. And the, with the Nuggets now with the Kroenke, it's, it's all business, right? It's it's different. It's a different animal. And then I think from pride standpoint, we're talking about a fan base here. Uh, the fan base is always going to be the Broncos, Prince. So I think you might <laughs> – you're thinking of, the, uh, of your time here in Denver. And, it's yeah, you're talking about history. You're talking mm-hmm. about pride and fan base here. It's always going to be a Broncos – this is always going to be a, uh, a Broncos town as this – not the dusty cow town that it used to be back in the day. And we got a, it's a different dynamic of what this city is now than what it was back then. I, I'm, I think about it because I went to those games back at Big Mac as a kid back in the day. And I remember seeing David Thompson and Alex English and, and Issel. And there's Doug Mole yelling and screaming with that ugly blazer that he had, ripping on hands, looking shades. Those are great days. But you talk to people now, they have no idea what you're talking about here. Right. But for somebody like me, an old, an old school guy like me, I appreciate. I like it. It's just uh, I'm probably the exception here in this city now as opposed to the norm. Yeah, you're right about Denver. I think people wanted to run Malone out of town if they would have blew that series against Portland. (laughs) No no loyalty at all out there uh, in Colorado other than for the Broncos. Uh, Let's get to some player props. Uh, Let's start with the Bucs and the Nets. Uh, Giannis is 33.5 points, 12.5 rebounds, James. Uh, one and a half three pointers, five and a half assists as well. I think Milton uh, is going to need to step up too, big time. Uh, he's sitting at twenty-one and a half points with his prop. 
This was the concern with this team into this series. We knew what you were going to get offensively out of the Nets, and especially we get into the playoffs. In a playoff series, as it goes deeper, you get deeper into the game. Second half, fourth quarter in particular, you need somebody that can step up, carry the shoulder load, not afraid to take the big shot, and has the ability to make the big shot. And we know what that looks like for the Nets. It was going to be on the Bucks side with Giannis. Everything's going to the rim. Everything is going to be in the painted area, if not above the cylinder, and he's going to be able to get his but what were we going to get out of Middleton and then I wanted to see how is Drew Holiday the addition of Drew Holiday at this season now into the playoffs and was definitely a factor in that heat series how is he going to play out in this net game at that game one nobody played well nobody Giannis was the only one that shot the ball well mm-hmm. and everything was going to the rim uh, nobody shot the ball well they were six out of 30 from three now it didn't mean that they didn't have opportunities and there were plenty of opportunities and open looks gotta suspect that you're going to shoot better than 20% because you will get open shots again. So I was looking a little further down the list uh, when we we're talking about Giannis. I think Giannis will get his 33 right. and a half is kind of high. I'm not going to play that one. And Middleton's just not one that I trust to, to come game in, game out. And that's why I took the Nets in six and I took the Nets in seven for those those correct series prices. But looking here with the at the at the guard position and thinking for Holiday. All right, he's going to be he's going to have to shoot the ball better, did not shoot the ball well, but he is the facility. And I think for from a facilitation standpoint, his assists are sitting at seven and a half. That's always correlated. You need guys. You can get guys in the right position. They got to knock shots down. Well, I think this is where they they're going to shoot better than what they did. I think that's where I'm going to go here, looking at for the player props for the Bucks, sitting there with Drew with uh, Drew Holiday seven and a half assists. I like the over, just trusting that he will find guys in open positions and and even get the ball to Giannis who can finish. But open positions on the perimeter with his penetration, mm-hmm. they got to knock them down. They're going to shoot better than twenty percent tonight. And I'm not playing the game, but I do like Holiday to go over that assist total at seven and a half. No, I like that too because I'm. Just- just wondering where the defense is going to come from for the Nets. Uh, probably focus will be on the front court or trying to stop or neutralize Giannis a little bit. Uh, and then the role players are going to have to step up. We saw Milwaukee go to a one-point favorite now, road favorite here. Uh, Durant on the other side, 32 and a half points. Uh, he's probably going to get his. Uh, and then Irving, too, 28 and a half points right there with no Harden on the floor. I'm looking for those guys to be aggressive as well. I was looking at Harden too. Now he was really aggressive in that first half in Game One, and and carried the the really shouldered the load offensively, getting to the basket, and we, and we know he has the ball skills and the mm-hmm. and the handles to be able to create his own shot and get to the rim. He doesn't play above the rim, obviously, but he can get to the rim and really crafty right-handed, left-handed, being able to finish at the rim. But I think tonight, I saw in that second half, then it became the Kevin Durant show to score, right. and he carried the load for them to to blow him out. I was looking more so at Irving now with Harden not there as that point forward the lead facilitator that he the role that he played all season long when he was healthy on the court for the Nets I think that's going to be Irving tonight he's he he got tired he played 45 mm-hmm. minutes in that game one and it really seemed like he started to defer and look to facilitate more in the second half I think that's how he'll begin the game and play throughout not that he's not going to get his going to the rim and and shooting the basketball tonight too but as opposed to his points versus the assists, his assists are also sitting at seven and a half I like Irving to go over his assist total the same way I did with Holiday. I think both of them eclipsed that and get eight, eight plus. Right. Is Blake Griffin uh, a consistent enough player right now, James, uh, this far along in his career, uh, even though he's with the Nets now, uh, to look at some props with him? He's at 12 and a half points. 
if anything, it would be to go against. Okay. Talk about a guy with injuries, right. knee injuries in particular, too. That how do you recover in the next day? That's just what you're going to have good days and bad days. And for somebody like Blake Griffin, still plays above the rim, slightly above the rim, not head and shoulders <laughs> above the rim the way, the way that he used to. Mm-hmm. But I can't trust somebody with the injuries that he's had because we're talking about the, the bodies. And I know these guys are in great shape and they get all the best treatment, but still, it, it's really taxing for your body to have to come back and respond and that's not one that i would trust i probably just wouldn't play his but if i was going to play blake griffin in any props it would be betting against the fact that his body is banged up especially if he had a and he had a good game especially in the second half he had a pretty good game right in that game one against the bucks i'd be looking for regression here with him tonight but i'm not going to play it i just it's it's too hard to speculate how yeah. his body feels when he steps in there although Pritch, i will tell you there are some sites out here in colorado where we do have live props on players and they are ever fluctuating so you can get involved if you have that, depending on where you're at. In Colorado, we do have a, a few sites that play that way. Mm-hmm. Those are things that you could read. So you can play in-game props on oh, players. Wow. And if you're talking about health status and, and are they bouncing back and how well do they look physically out there, there's opportunities. Yeah, that's pretty nice uh, to have that uh, opportunity out there in Colorado, James. Uh, Nuggets and Suns, real quick, uh, any prop player prop standing out uh, in this matchup? I'm not playing this. I'm not going to play the game tonight either. This is going to be an assessment game for me. I want to see how do the Suns uh, can can DeAndre Ayton stay on the floor? How right. does Jokic play against him? Does he get him into foul trouble? Also, how is this game going to be called? I think we've been seeing for the most part, officials have been staying out of the way. I usually typically stay out of out of Foster's games when he's officiating, although he did do game seven <laughs> yesterday with the Clippers. But I want to see how games are officiated, but it seems like they've been letting him be more physical, staying away from blowing the whistle and making this a, a parade to the free throw line. But now new series, new matchup. Mm-hmm. I want to see Candiatre Aiton stay on the floor with Jokic. Jokic can take him inside, outside. Uh, if, if he gets him into foul trouble, that's an opportunity there for Denver, not only in this game, but going forward. This is an assessment game. I don't have a play on the side or the total. Or, unfortunately, Pritch, no props for me either. All right. Well, good luck with the plays you do have. Outstanding, outstanding job, James. We'll see you later on in the week. All right. Take care. Have fun tonight. It's going to be some good action. You do the same. My guys in the desert, come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Ready Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.